ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Did you guys miss me? I miss you guys. Welcome back. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 for this Monday, August 10th. What did I walk into? I'm gone a week and college football goes from, uh, I think we can do this to, it's all falling apart. We got a lot to get into, but first, let me give you all the specifics. Your drive, of course, begins here on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original white beer. Our producer for an extra week today is Spencer Dupuis. Got an A on his internship. He got an A. Hey, congratulations. You got an A on that internship. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. I only deemed you one category. I mean, you kind of have to do that. You can't give somebody a hundred across the board. No, no. They're going to be like, oh, we're, they're just BSing that. Yeah, I no, I was very specific on the, some of the categories. I was like, okay, no, she's going to know better. So this has got to be a four. There were, there were several fives. There were a, a few four and a halves, a few fours, and there was one three. One. And I know the three. You know the three. So was it doesn't that, make sense. No, it made perfect sense. It was your your how you address. Now, now there were two categories. It's like your appearance and stuff. I gave you like a three on that because of the Washington Capitals face coverings you wore you when see, you when you, you bothered to wear when you bothered to wear them. And then of course there was the neatness and everything. You got a five there. I made up for it. Okay. I gave I you a five on that. Yeah, I, I, I dinged you on that. And if she ever asked, I would have told her why, your advisor. Uh, I followed it up with a nice little note also. So you got an A. That's all that matters. And he's going to be with us here for an extra week because you're filling in for Bill Cornwell over on our sister station. So I'm happy to have you for another week. And we're going to do this by taking your phone calls, as I mentioned, at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Uh, we're probably going to talk to um, – he texted me earlier – I can't turn him down. David Kahn, West Virginia Power, he's going to be on the program with us uh, maybe in the next segment. Uh, depending on you, if uh, you light the phone lines up, he's going to be on at 530, his originally scheduled time. If uh, you guys want to sit back and just listen to me and him talk, it's going to be 515. He's got nothing else going on. So that's why we're so fluid with his. He, he, want, he wanted to co-host the show today. He still might. So I'm looking forward to talking to him. they got a lot going on with West Virginia Power, of course. Uh, he's also uh, someone who works in college football as well in uh, a form or capacity. So he's got some takes on college football. We've got takes on college football we've got to get into today. First of all, I thought the big story was going to be that the Big Ten will be canceling the football season. I thought that was our biggest story, and it probably is. But there are reports that we're going to see the Big Ten and the Pac-12 vote and cancel their season on Tuesday. Now, that's thrown a lot of fans, social media, up in arms. Some are on board with the messaging here that the players, safety, everything that goes into it, more important. You've got some on social media that are they are acting as if, oh, no, what are you doing? And I've seen... Mixed 
degrees of it's the right thing or you're hurting the kids. There are martial players who are out saying, let us play. So that means to me something's coming up. I can't say for sure. Again, this is all just me looking at what's happening using social media as a, a makeshift barometer. But you've got martial players out there tweeting, hey, we want to play. You've got college athletes out there tweeting, hey, we want to play. And then you've got the Big Ten and the Pac-12 saying, look, probably not going to play. And if that's the case, the dominoes will continue to fall because the MAC decided as a conference it wasn't going to play. The Big Ten, Pac-12 would be the first major pieces of this puzzle. Then you've got the SEC, more than likely will be the last conference standing. And the ACC and the Big 12 probably um, not going to make decisions just yet. They're sort of middle of the road, maybe. I, I don't want to say that those leagues are, are sheep, but they're waiting and seeing. The SEC going to try to play Conference USA until I hear otherwise. They're going to try to play as a league. And that leads us to Old Dominion. Old Dominion reporting today they're going to cancel the fall athletic season because of the pandemic. This is what their president said. John R. Broderick, President Broderick, said today, we concluded that the season, including travel and competition, posed too great a risk for our student-athletes. The decision, also coming from Athletic Director Wood Selick, coaches, medical and public health experts, state and local officials, he added all of that, now, Selig said he hopes fall sports can be played in the spring. But he said, first and foremost, it has to be safe for everyone involved and would also require NCAA approval. So now if you count the Mid-American Conference, you've got 12 there. You count the University of Connecticut, that's 13. And now Old Dominion, the 14th football bowl subdivision school, to announce not playing. Will we see more? More than likely. Will Conference USA stick to its guns? Will the league continue? And if you look at the makeshift schedule, now again, none of this has been updated. None of this has been officially changed on HerdZone.com. So that schedule, probably going to go over a few times with a, a fine marker pen, some revisions here. But we do know, listening to last week's program, of course, Chuck McGill was on with Spencer here, our intern. We appreciate that. The East Carolina game has been moved to September 12th. So that was a, um, again, you got to listen to the show. Even, even the fill-in, even the guy backing me up dropping stuff. East Carolina is September 12th. Why? No pit. No pit. So that date all of a sudden becoming available. Plus, it was more to accommodate East Carolina. It's their home game. Now, with that one changed, you have September 19th that has a hole now. Or at least you're missing a, a game because Ohio, part of the Mid-American Conference, knows no football. No football this season. So already you're missing the Ohio game. And then you've got the Conference USA schedule 
And you've got Boise. No indication that that game has changed. So September 25th, Boise State still coming to Jones C. Edwards Stadium as far as we know. Then you've got Rice, Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, FAU, FIU, Middle Tennessee, Charlotte, and then November 28th, the last scheduled game on the docket, Old Dominion. So Marshall loses its final conference game of the year. And I don't know what's going on with Louisiana Tech because they have paused their football practices. Five players with Louisiana Tech testing positive for COVID-19. And I know UTEP also over the weekend, they postponed some, some activities as well. But Louisiana Tech, they're pausing their football practices. Players were tested Thursday, the day before Tech opened preseason camp Friday morning. Now that you have a positive test, if you're at Louisiana Tech, you have a positive, you undergo a 10-day isolation period from the day of the positive test. And now, part of that is 13 more players need to quarantine 14 days from the day of contact with a teammate that tested positive after the program conducted their contact tracing. So the players that won't have to sit out will continue weightlifting and conditioning in a small group. But basically how it rolls at Louisiana Tech, you you have any symptoms, you're taken out. Any at all, you're taken out, you're tested. That's how they're doing it. Louisiana Tech, will they be able to play football? Will you see now that Old Dominion and maybe set the course here? Will you see certain schools in Conference USA, if it's not unanimous, say we're going to play and others say we're not going to play? And I can't even begin to speak for Mike Hamrick and Marshall, but you might have a, a hodgepodge of, of schools on your schedule. You might have a rework schedule. Now, I haven't done the scheduling game just yet. I haven't been looking at the schedule to see, is there a school that could fill in for that missing game? Is there a hole that matches a couple of Marshall's available holes on the schedule? Because remember, Marshall's got some some flexibility here. You got week zero, but I I don't think that's going to happen. You have, of course, you're missing a date on September 19th. Could Marshall start conference play early? Could Marshall try to find a game late in the season if, again, Conference USA decides to go ahead? Because right now, it's eight conference games. And you can schedule up the four extra to fill out your schedule. And you can even schedule teams in your league to fill out the rest of the schedule. The difference is those games will not count as conference games. So you get eight conference, you get four non-conference games, including inside the league if need be. If university decides to play and if Conference USA decides to play, you could see some holes maybe quickly be filled, or you can at least see maybe a reworking of the schedule to try to fill a couple of holes here or there. Whatever is going to happen, we're going to find out at least part of the story in the next couple of days. Keep an eye on, of course, the Big Ten, the Pac-12. You know those leagues are going to make their decisions. It's not clear. This could happen or this could not. We'll find out. But I think what's going to happen here, you might see some leagues agree to play, and then you might see some membership say, no, not so fast. You guys go ahead. We're going to not play. So it might come down to leagues saying, yes, we're going to play. Members have the option to not play Old Dominion. Maybe trying to get ahead of this 
or Old Dominion just felt like, look, you guys go ahead. We don't think it's good for us. And I think it's a good decision. Get it out of the way now. Do it. The problem here is college football does not have one central unified body. You have conferences acting as their own entities, thinking what is in the best interest of those conferences. The SEC is thinking about what? The SEC. The ACC, thinking about what's best for the ACC. Same thing for the Big Ten. Big Ten just said, look, you know what? This isn't in our best interest. This is a conference, again, with Ohio State. Now, again, we could all be surprised tomorrow. They could come back out and just say, you know what? That report in the Detroit Free Press, Dan Patrick, that guy was wrong. We're playing. Buckeye fans would be so happy. Whatever the case may be, we're going to find out more tomorrow for sure. And we're going to follow this as closely as we can. Because, again, Marshall right now, then again, this is unofficial. Marshall has nine games. Unofficial. Nothing has been determined just yet what the rest of the schedule is going to be, if it's going to be reworked. All I know is it hasn't been updated on the website. Probably not going to be until there is something a little bit more substantial to tell us. That's one thing about Marshall. If there's something to be said, my camera has come out and said it. If there's nothing to be said, they're being pretty quiet as far as their scheduling concerns are concerned and everything else. When we come back from break, we will talk to David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. I'm sure he's got plenty of hot takes They've also got an event coming up this Saturday. Do you like the cage fighting? You like cage fighting, Spencer? You know, UFC? Yeah, cage fighting, UFC, yes. Yeah, you like UFC? UFC is nice, yeah. Okay. Um, when are you leaving town? Sunday. Okay, you could go take advantage of this on Saturday. Do I have to go to Charleston? You have to go to Charleston. I don't know about that. Don't tell David that you said that. Don't tell David. David Kahn, our guest, when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Monday, August 10th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We welcome to the program now. He is the voice of the West Virginia Power. He's basically just the voice of Appalachian Power Park. I'm sure he voices a lot of other things as well. He is David Kahn, one half of Swan and Kahn. David Kahn on the program. Welcome, sir. Uh, thank you, Paul. Always a pleasure. You don't sound excited. I mean, you okay? I, how can I not be excited? It, it, I, it's Swan and Kahn together again. You know, we don't. We can't take these for granted this year because of the no minor league baseball season. So, oh no, we're gonna uh, double I, down, I sir. We're gonna double down. This okay. Th- we're gonna double. You know, we're not letting COVID nineteen stop us. We're gonna double down. Now. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? After um, after a few announcements come out, maybe in the next few days, uh, you and I might be doing this every day, just just together. I mean, look, I, I have some time on my hands, as you uh, probably can anticipate. So that's that's fine. I, I can make time for that. Okay, David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power, of course. Um, collectively, we're known as Swan and Kahn, and uh, we'll eventually launch that podcast. But until then, this will serve. And you texted me the other day to give me the heads up. Um, 
you are um, you're making great, not you personally. Well, maybe it is you personally. I don't know. Um, you're making great use of Appalachian Power Park. You're just doing things with the ballpark. You don't have minor league baseball, but that hasn't stopped you. No, no, it certainly hasn't. We are uh, we're very glad that we can continue to do uh, as much as we've been able to do safely at the ballpark uh, this year with the extra time that we have. Uh, we've been hosting a lot of baseball games. We just had a tournament this past weekend. We're going to have a bigger tournament in a couple of weekends as well. Uh, but this coming Saturday, we are doing, uh, I believe is the first at the ballpark, um, we are going to be live streaming the UFC 252 event, uh, which includes the World Heavyweight Championship, on the video board on Saturday. Uh, and it's going to be really, really cool. We're very excited about it. We're you know grateful that we can partner with a good company like Johan Promotions to help put this on. Um, who, those who don't know who Johan Promotions is, they work with UFC um, on a lot of these different promotional events. And uh, this is really the first time that UFC has allowed minor league ballparks to stream their events live, you know, legally. So uh, for us to be one of the kind of the guinea pigs uh, for this venture is really cool. And we're very excited to have it at our ballpark this coming Saturday. What's the um, what's the size of that screen again? It's it's been um, it's been a while since I've been to the ballpark. You know, COVID nineteen. Uh, huge. We'll we'll just say huge. Uh, very very easy to view from anywhere in the ballpark. Uh, the the exact dimensions, I'll be honest with you, escape me. But uh, it's uh, it's it's well well visible for uh, for fight viewing. Is it safe to say it's the largest scoreboard in all of minor league baseball in West Virginia? In all of minor league baseball in West Virginia, I would think so. Uh, I don't think it is in all of minor league baseball, but it's certainly up there. Um, okay. It's one of the biggest that I've seen. All right, I just want to make sure. So uh, the fans will have uh, plenty of opportunity. Uh, free, right? Free. Totally free. Uh, no, it's not It's not free. Oh. Um, so, the, <laughs> so there are uh, $15 tickets available uh, via the official Eventbrite page, and that's the only place you can get them. We will not be selling tickets. At the gate, you can't buy tickets at the gate. You have to go to the official Eventbrite page, which if you go to our website, wvpower.com, right on the front page, there's a picture of the fight. You click on it, it'll take you to the release, which shows you exactly where to go to get tickets. We've got a Facebook event page. We're posting about it on Twitter. Um, so, you know, just go to any of our social media channels or our, or our website. You'll be able to find the link to get the tickets. It's $15 per ticket. You can print the ticket at home or you can show it on the Eventbrite app on your phone. And you can bring that with you to the facility, and we'll be able to scan you in, and then you can come on in. Um, we are going to have uh, socially distanced seating available at the event as well. So what we've been doing with the seating bowl for the last few weeks is we've been roping off every other row completely, and then we've been separating groups into maximum of four and going every other four seats open in each of the other rows. Uh, just help maintain social distancing. So that does mean if you have a bigger group than four, you will have to be slightly split up if you choose to sit in the seating bowl. Uh, we just have to follow those guidelines. That's what we've been told to do. But we are actually offering field seating as well, and we're going to mark that off with 10-foot private sections, first come, first serve, to get those spots on the field. And that is, you know, you bring your group and you sit in your own section, um, and that's your space. No one else is going to come into your space and um, – we are asking and requiring that everyone entering the facility wears a mask throughout the entirety of the event from when you enter, when you're walking around the concourse, when you're on, in the restrooms, when you're in line for the concessions. 
However, when you are seated and only when you are seated in your specific section on the field or in the seating bowl, then you can take off your mask. But when you're moving around the facility, you have to have the mask on and we'll be strictly enforcing that. Okay. And so concessions are going to be limited, but available. Yes, because as will be limited but available, we will have uh, the Charlie's Pub Grill open behind Section 110 uh, that's on the first base concourse, and we will be running that throughout the event, and we will also have uh, beer and water uh, on the field. For those who are sitting on the field that don't necessarily maybe don't want to get food, they just want to get a, a quick drink, there will be a, a portable on the field uh, for people to come and get drinks really quickly. Joining us on the program, he is the voice of the West Virginia Power, or just all things in Appalachian Power Park. It's <laughs> David Kahn. You're going to be um, offering some. Yeah. Um, I, I've become the I've become the PA voice of high school baseball in West Virginia, basically at this point, because there's been no minor league baseball season. But I've been doing PA for these tournaments, uh, so I'm now like the PA voice of of traveling West Virginia baseball teams. Hey, that's okay. It's a job. Yeah, in this uh, in this I, industry, it, I, you yeah, need exactly. it. You need it. You need that work. You got to stay practice. I mean, you're not doing what the other sportscasters are doing. You're not uh, calling mundane things or pulling up your PlayStation or your Xbox and, and calling video games, are you? No, I'm not. And and I did think about it uh, back when this all first started, and and you know, people were doing things like that. That's just not me, uh, as you know, Paul, from knowing me now for three years. Uh, I'm a quite literal and uh, real person. And to me, broadcasting a video game simulation, it just doesn't feel real to me. Like, I, obviously, that's not a, a, uh, a knock on eSports, because uh, those are absolutely 100% real, and, and it's a different experience than just playing a video game, because you, you have the tournament-style experience, there's people playing that you're watching how they play, and you can commentate on that. I was just saying, for me, you know, I don't really necessarily want to sit down and call a version of MLB The Show. That doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. It's just not for me. David Kahn, our guest, the voice of everything but eSports. And he, <laughs> he, hey, I, I'm okay with it. It's, it's fine. I mean, eSports are great. eSports athletes would, are not doing, athletes. I would, no, I would I would broadcast eSports. I, that's not what I'm saying. I you, was just saying, you know. You don't want to do anything mundane. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I'll do whatever. Honestly, at this point, I I, I miss calling anything. So <laughs> whatever uh, the paycheck yeah. calls for, right? Sure. Yeah, G- give me give me something to broadcast. I'll I'll make it fun. Okay, we can do that for you. Um, you said you had hot takes on on football. That was a, well, that was the sell point yeah. here to this 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 little get together today. Yeah. So it, I mean, this isn't a hot take on football, but this is just a take that I feel like is important right now with everything that is going on. So with everything obviously happening with, you know, the reports that the Big Ten is going to cancel their season and possibly all of college football is going to cancel their season, uh, I think the one thing that is being talked about but needs to be repeated and everyone needs to understand is that a lot of the onus for this is going to be on the players. Um, schools, and, you know, some schools are doing better jobs than this than others, but, you know, schools are, relatively speaking, doing a good job of creating safe environments for their players to practice and and their coaches to work and all of that stuff. And, and a lot of schools have had very little uh, positive for, positive rates for COVID-19 since coming back. That's all fine and well. But you have to understand that you, we, are, we are still dealing with college-age children, uh, or not children, college-age uh, you know, men who are playing football, and they are 18 to 23, some 24 years old. And it, I just don't 
think it's realistic to assume that every single one of them is going to abide by the necessary regulations and restrictions that we need to safely play college football. Uh, I wish I didn't feel that way, but I'm being realistic. In an ideal world, I would say, yeah, we can play college football, no problem. But I, you, you have to take into account who you're dealing with. I mean, I was a college uh, student not too long ago, and uh, – I mean, I was just thinking about the other day how hard it would be for me as a student, let alone an athlete, to follow through with these kinds of restrictions and regulations. You know, I would do my darndest to do it, but uh, I just don't see how we can expect every single college athlete across the United States to follow through on these regulations. And if we can't do it, then I don't think it's safe to play college football in any capacity because one team with one breakout, as you've seen with, my, with Major League Baseball, can cause a ripple effect throughout the whole sport. You've been watching baseball, I'm sure, more than the NBA and hockey. What does Major League Baseball need to do? Because that has been a problem since the beginning. We were scheduled to have the Cardinals and the Pirates tonight on our airwaves. Those games have been postponed. So this is continuing where we don't know day by day if there's going to be a series played where with the NBA, everybody's in a bubble. I know you can't necessarily do that the way Major League Baseball has been putting the season together so far, but the bubbles are working. Yeah, and, and that's really it. I mean, the NHL came out and said they haven't had a positive test in the last three weeks. That's incredible. Um, and the NBA is, is around the same or, or, or maybe even better than that. I, I don't know the exact results for them uh, recently, but uh, yeah, the bubble works. And Major League Baseball, while it may not be conducive to play in a bubble, for a pandemic like we're in right now, that might mean you just can't play. Um, obviously, other teams are pressing on, and, and I and I know Major League Baseball is going to try and play for as long as it can, but uh, if we have an issue like we have with the Marlins that spreads to the Phillies, the Yankees, the Braves, the uh, Tigers, the Cardinals, whatever, um, you know, if we have that again and it's not controlled as quickly as it was able to be done this time, and it's still really not controlled because it's still spreading through the Cardinals right now, uh, Major League Baseball is going to have to take a long, hard look at itself and say, can we continue to play safely? Because you continue to see uh, players are opting out of the season due to health concerns. Marcus Stroman from the Mets today just opted out of the rest of the season. And the domino effects are going to continue to fall. Yes, guys want to play, and they have every right to play. Um, but this is an unprecedented situation, and Major League Baseball is obviously trying to do the right thing by all players, but they also have an obligation to play. So it's really about balancing uh, the risk assessment of continuing to play each and every day. And it's a very tough thing, and I don't have all the answers, and I don't pretend like I do. But it's a very, very short leash and tight rope to walk. Part of the issue is the health concerns. And it's not just, okay, you're going to catch COVID, you're going to be sick for a few weeks, and then you're going to be fine, and you'll recover and move on. There is some new reports coming out that there could be a, a rare heart condition that is linked with the coronavirus, uh, myocarditis, I believe is how you pronounce that, the inflammation of the heart muscle. It's been found in at least five Big Ten conference athletes and among several other athletes and other conferences. And that might be really fueling this new push to, okay, maybe the season needs to go away because of these health concerns liability issues. There are so many issues here. We're talking about student athletes here, and we're not talking about professional athletes, even though we care just as much, but we're talking student athletes, and there's a lot of liability issues there as well for the conferences, 
the schools, the NCAA. I mean, the list goes on. And the big thing to note, especially when you're looking at these athletes, Paul, is that these athletes are healthy before this. You know, no pre-existing health conditions. The big thing originally with COVID-19 was that you are at higher risk if you have previous, you know, pre-existing health conditions. And that is still the case. You are still more likely to get it if you have pre-existing health conditions because you are more at risk. However, as we've seen and as you just brought up, if you do get it, even if you were healthy, it can affect you in a very negative way for the rest of your life. And because we still don't know the extent of that, that is another big reason why it is a very big risk to play. I'm not saying we shouldn't play, but I'm saying it is a very big risk to play. And it's also why you see players from the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and, and you know the American Conference and others that are demanding certain standards or they will not play a college football season. And I firmly back that because these players want to make sure that they're going to be taken care of. I mean, there's obviously been a longstanding struggle with uh, college football players saying, you know, we deserve some kind of compensation and the NCAA saying, no, you're a college student. Uh, so obviously this goes a lot more than financial, but they want to make sure that if they're going to risk themselves and their health to play this season, that they're going to have some kind of backing from the conference, the school, the NCAA, et cetera. And it goes on and on and on. Um, and there's just a lot more that you have to consider right now. And the fact that we are essentially uh, two and a half weeks from kickoff of the college football season, obviously that's been moved back for the most part because most non-conference games are gone at this point. Hey, Dave, let me but step in there for a second because uh, we're just getting word from um, per Brett McMurphy the Mountain West is canceling their football season. Yeah. So there's another yeah, there's um, another the, conference down. Yeah, I mean, Mountain West is down, MAC is down, uh, UConn has canceled their season, uh, and, you know, obviously there's been reports that the Big Ten uh, folks are getting on a phone call in about 20 minutes to presumably cancel the season. Um, and there's reports that the Pac-12 is meeting tomorrow uh, to presumably discuss what they're going to do and make a final decision. And, and I think what you said earlier, Paul, is very apt that uh, these guys are, you know, getting rushed into having to make these decisions because now they're learning about all these longer term effects of COVID-19 and they're like, okay, you know, we were just kind of treading water at this point And now it's like, we have to make up our minds. We can't wait any longer because every day we wait on this, it continues to put people at risk. The flu is very dangerous and deadly, but we have a better handle on that and we understand it better. And I know that's been a comparison. A yeah, 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 that's been a comparison. Oh, this is just like the flu. We don't shut down the country for the flu. Well, as you just said, we have a vaccine. We have a better handle on the flu. And, yes, it's tragic as well, but we do have defenses. We do have understanding. With this, we don't have a handle on it just yet. So, as you just said, long-term effects, big, big difference here between getting something that with proper treatment can be controlled or something that could cause maybe a heart condition or other major concerns, which we still don't understand. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I listen to them. Yeah. And you have to, that, that is uh, the most important thing is like people are, the media is reporting what they're reporting. And there's a lot of people that are coming out there and giving their own opinions and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. We have the right to free speech. But there are 
you know, people who study these things for a living. And those are the people that are going through and diving into this and have been working on this long since before we even knew what the word coronavirus was. Uh, there have been people who have been working on this since, you know, 2017. And uh, you have to really take that into consideration and understand that this is a very big deal. And, you know, we can take a look at the other countries around the world and how they're starting to go back to normalcy and we're not. And there's a reason for that. David Kahn's my guest from the West Virginia Power. Of course, David involved in college athletics as well as uh, part of your duties. Uh, of course, you are. You just don't call baseball. You, um, you're part of football as well. You, uh, how, I, many, I am, how many networks are you on now? Like 15? <laughs> uh, well, I mainly do UCLA. Uh, I've done Tulane. I do West Virginia University as well. Um, I jump around. I do Michigan sometimes. It, it's a, I, I, I wear a lot of different hats with Learfield IMG College, and I'm very grateful with how open and transparent they've been to all of us during this process as well, uh, because this is a very ever-changing situation and affects a lot of people uh, from the top on down, uh, not just in the audio department, but all across many the many branches of Learfield IMG College. So, uh, you know, they've been very, very transparent with all of us about how this is affecting. And it's a, I mean, this decision, if they do cancel college football, will drastically affect the college athletic scene, and everyone that works in it for years to come. This isn't just a one-year ramification, which is why they are taking their time to make sure that they have to cancel. But as somebody said the other day, we're at a critical stage right now where it's kind of like if you don't cancel, what can you do? Um, and there's there's reports that like uh, Nebraska's coach Scott Frost is coming out and saying, well, if the Big Ten won't play, we'll play somewhere else and do something. And, you know, if they have a plan, fantastic. I just really want to know what the plan is because I've been sitting here thinking about it, and I can't think of what that plan would be if you don't have an organized conference to play football in. Are you just going to play pickup games? Like, what are you going to do? The one thing that's also killing me here uh, is the fact there are still fans, there are still people who believe that uh, this is all being um, trumped up by the media. The media. Mm. Uh, we're in the media, and we lose money and jobs if this thing doesn't happen. We're not exactly rooting um, for the closure of uh, college athletics. Here's what I'll say about that. Uh, you're absolutely right, and you only have to look at minor league baseball, my primary area of you know experience right now. Uh, the minor league baseball not happening has forced the furloughing, laying off, or just downright firing of tens of thousands of people alone. That wouldn't have happened if this was not real. Like, this is very, very real. And that's only from a financial standpoint that we're looking at it. You look at it from a health perspective, uh, there's been numbers coming out that, you know, saying like, oh, the, the death toll is equal to the death toll that we get monthly anyways. Yeah, that may be true, but this is from a new source. And other people are taking... Uh, you know, precautions to maybe not contract the other things that may have caused their death because they're staying home more often. But, you know, th those numbers are misleading. Uh, the fact of the matter is that our COVID-19 cases are still rising. We've passed over 5 million cases. That's ridiculous. There's no way we should have passed that many cases when compared to looking at every other country in the world who, for the most part, have gotten this under control, and they were the ones who had it first. Like, you look at New Zealand. They haven't had a coronavirus case in over 100 days. Same thing with Fiji. There's ways to make this, you know, to control this and to 
tamper down the effects of a very, very volatile virus. But we just haven't been as present, you know, taking those precautions as we should have been. And now we're paying the price with things that we really enjoy. And it guts me to my core. I hate having to say this, but it's true. College football is very, very important to a lot of people and a lot of fans. And it's really, really hurt to think that we are on the brink of losing a college football season. We've already lost a minor league baseball season. The only way the NBA has been able to play is through a bubble, and they had a little minor issues with that as well. The only way the NHL has been able to play is with a bubble. The MLB has had to ruffle through a bunch of train wreck situations, and luckily they have seemed to be treading water for now and keeping their head above water. But it only takes one tip of the iceberg to derail that entire thing. So far that hasn't happened, but you wonder if it could. There's still half the season left, basically. There's just a, a, a lot of things that are going on that, you know, it all boils down to the fact that, you know, we as a collective United States population need to believe how serious this virus is and look at the facts and understand that we need to step it up as a nation and do better. David Kahn, my guest, also my friend from the West Virginia Power, uh, Swan and Kahn, the um, always entertaining gathering of us eventually <laughs> uh, a, a podcast coming near you to you eventually in 2021 2020 maybe i don't know we'll, sponsored sponsored by podtrack um maybe you never know um, and, <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're putting out the pitch right now podtracks if you're out there we would we the only thing we ask is two free uh, of the new zoom podtrack that's all we want um and then we're and then we're good we'll be good i think we'll be okay um we're we're, okay. gonna, we're gonna be all right. We're um we're all set. All right. We'll yeah we'll get our we'll get, we'll get our show. I mean because you know I don't know what we're gonna talk about, but it's gonna happen. Uh, any suggestions? Then um, I mean throw them out there. Uh, we we can talk about anything. If, if any we've proven anything over the last three years now, Paul, it's that we can riff about just about anything, like and make it at least somewhat listenable, like Fantasy Survivor. Yes. Fantasy Survivor. God, Survivor Season 41 is so delayed right now, and I, I, could, I could talk for another 45 minutes on that, but I know your show ends in 15. So yeah, thankfully. I won't. We're not uh, going to do that, no. I, <laughs> um, we can talk hockey. I mean, you want to talk hockey real quick? Um, are you watching sure, hockey? Yeah, what, yeah. You watching it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah, a, a little bit. Not, not as much as uh, MLB, but, you know, I like baseball better than hockey. You know that. Yeah, um, I do know that. I do know that my Boston Bruins are playing the Hurricanes in their first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm aware on that. Okay. But they, they ended up losing the three seed. They're now the four seed because they, they lost to the Capitals. Yeah. Um, but, I hey, they're still in it. So um, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm going to watch some of it because I like playoff hockey. I like I like going to hockey games, and I think that's where the disconnect is for me is I just enjoy being at hockey games more than I enjoy watching them on TV, whereas baseball I can do either. The NBA I can really do either, but hockey for me is like a real in-person, like put me up against the glass and have players slide right into it and let me see the you know fighting and the blood and all that stuff. But You know you uh, could. Uh, personal you know what you could do? You could. What? You could apply to be a virtual fan for the NBA. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I think I can find a little few other things to do than uh, wait, sit in a Zoom chat and watch an NBA game. I can, just, I can just call my friends and talk to them about the game afterwards. There you go. David Kahn, our guest from the West Virginia Power. Um, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. I appreciate you. All right, Paul. Always a pleasure. Stay safe. That's David Kahn, West Virginia Power. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Breaking news just a few moments ago. uh, We uh, got the news from Brett McMurphy, who basically owns all of college football Twitter right now. Um, He is reporting that the Mountain West is canceling fall football season because of COVID player health and safety concerns. That's according to sources that he has spoken with. League is going to consider playing in spring. So now you have the Mountain West and the Mid-American Conference officially on the board as not playing. 26 FBS programs are out of the college football season. More to come, of course. That means there is not going to be a Boise State game. I said it for, I think I've said it for a long time now. Have a not, Spencer? Have a not said it for a long time. Boise State's not coming to Huntington. You've said that for probably about a month and a half now. At, at least a month and a half. I'd say a month and a half, maybe two months. Maybe two months, maybe more. It's not happening. Of course, uh, as of uh, a week or so ago, Mike Hamrick spoke and said that it was going to happen, but that was prior to this announcement. So right now, Marshall's schedule looks like this. Again, all unofficial because, again, uh, Marshall has not updated the schedule has not sent out a single notice to indicate any of these games are gone. We're just piecing this all together until we receive official direction from Marshall on what the schedule will look like, if there is a schedule. The Week 0 game is gone. If it's to be played, it'll be played on September 12th. And then you have wide open spaces until October 3rd. October 3rd through November 21st, all conference games, with the final conference game being jettisoned because Old Dominion making the announcement that it was not playing fall football. There we are. We'll wrap it up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Of course, uh, we're going to be following social media throughout the night and the next few days as things are moving quickly now. As far as college football is concerned, we're down two conferences. One conference, USA School, opting out of the season. And um, here's a a few of your reactions. Um, Here's Matthew. Just cut the cord. Actually, he said just cut the damn cord. So... There's that. Um, There are some people to a tweet I sent out earlier because Middle Tennessee scheduled a game, and my reply was Conference USA is determined to play. Uh, There are several who uh, are hoping that I'm right. There are some that are saying they can't afford not to play. You can, of course, be a part of the conversation. All you have to do is find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan, and if – you want to join in, go right ahead. Uh, we open up the uh, Twitter floor for you every single day. And, of course, there's also, of course, the program. You can join us anytime. 
We'll open the phone lines up back for you tomorrow. And if you're on Facebook, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook as well. Just look for The Drive with Paul Swan. So you've got so many different reactions to what's happening in Conference USA. It might just be Conference USA. If the Big Ten decides to not play, the Pac-12 will follow more than likely, or they'll both announce in concert. All right, let's see what we got here. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and defer to you, Spencer, because uh, your message is not loading. So you've got you've got the floor. What 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 do we got here? Um, Kirk Curb Street, respected ESPN broadcaster, to clear the air recording regarding Big Ten news and their impending announcement. They're looking to de- to delay the start of the season, not to cancel, and to delay and not to cancel are in all caps. Got it. That Kirk. was at 5:52. Okay, Kirk Herb Street. Um, Big Ten looking to delay the start of the season. When are they going to delay this to? March? I'm serious. We're going to delay this to March? That's got to be it, honestly. April? March? April? What are we doing here? October? I don't know. Mountain West is canceling. The Mac is canceling. Old Dominion's canceling. I'm telling you right now, um, if they delay, the Pac-12 delays, SEC moves forward, ACC moves forward, Big 12, they move forward. Conference USA will figure out a way to play. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but Conference USA will not come out and say, hey, we're not playing. I could be wrong. But as it stands right now, I know of seven, eight games. Eight games. I know eight games that are still on the schedule for Marshall. Marshall's down four games. You lose one conference game, you lose three out-of-conference games. With no Pitt, no Boise, no Ohio. East Carolina is still right there. September 12th, the new date. That's going to do it for this edition. For our producer, Spencer Dupuy, I want to thank David Kahn from the West Virginia Power joining me on the program. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. Don't forget, on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.